This is Tim with Death by Metal STL, and I'm talking to... This is Mauricio from Cataclysm. Awesome, definitely. Well, you guys got a new album coming out this year, Meditations. How has that been so far? Well, uh, the process was a very long one, uh, about, you know, to put it together. Uh, we, uh, we decided on this record to come back to our roots as far as, like, you know, the writing and the putting together the record is concerned. So we uh, we started uh, writing this record together under the same roof, like just like you know practicing and working on on arrangements and just the the general feel of the record uh, together. So we haven't done that in over ten years uh, because you know we all live in different cities and different countries. So for us, it's, uh, it was always easier by internet to get it done. You know, it's just like with the technology that's out there. So for this record, we decided, you know, let's go back to the roots and and work on something really organic and naturally felt you know and uh, we we thought it was time for us to do something like that so uh it was a great process um came out great we're very happy with the whole uh way that this album just put came together you know as far as the writing process and and doing the uh music is it something that you guys all collaborate together or is it something individually done well no we on this one we we did it all together and we we just you know bounced ideas off each other and there was just um, a good chemistry going on uh, while we were writing it and uh, just things just came naturally you know obviously some days there was less uh, ideas or less things and those are the days that you lose but like in general like when we were together we would just come up with ideas that were great and um, it's just a different way to write you know so when you're by yourself and coming up and you know doing guitar riffs and just the stuff that you just right. nobody criticize you because you're by yourself so this the other way around was like yeah that's cool or you know what once you change this or maybe you could start with this and i have this idea and that type of feeling is i think is what's missing a lot of music now you know everything's right. already processed so i feel that going back to the way things used to be done um, with that, that more of a original type of feeling uh, and organic feeling, I think was was very beneficial for us on this album. How far? How important do you think? Like, and who does your album artwork? But how important is that and music videos in in the industry nowadays? Is it very important to you, or or? Well, yeah, of course it has to be because you know it represents. Uh, the, the, you know, an artwork for me on an album represents the vision of what the record's about, you know. Right. So for me, it's very important to, to have something done well, you know. So my wife actually did the artwork for this record and the one before that of Ghosts and Gods, and uh, she's very talented, and we wanted to create again, you know, like I explained to you, the whole record was done very organically, even the production. Right. Uh, we use a different producer that doesn't do a lot of, process death metal bands like you hear now you know everybody sounds the same there's guys like you know we work with bands like uh stone sour anthrax it's just like a completely different uh game compared to death metal or what we do you know so he's uh, his name is jay rustin uh, he was out of california and did a great great job so the organic feel of that organic feel of how we wrote it then translated into this artwork which is very organic as well with the earth and all that that you know dirt and craziness that's going on in the artwork and it's very weird looking and I think that just kind of emphasizes a lot on the on how this record is, you know, like it's had that it's got that, you know, real natural feel of everything, you know. Earthly, you know? Definitely. What's um what's what's to, what's what does two thousand eighteen look like as far as like touring and so forth? Uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna do a couple of record launch shows uh, in the U.S. Um, you know, supporting this record, we're gonna be doing uh, shows in uh, I think it's New York.
York, Chicago, Cleveland, and Los Angeles yeah. um, to kind of celebrate the release of this record. And then we're going to be heading out to Europe on a headliner tour, and we're going to be doing it with uh, Hypocrisy. They're going to be joining us uh, overseas, and we're going to be doing like uh, a cool run that's covering most of Europe. Right. And then we'll do the same tour over here in the U.S. Um, in February, I think, next year. So uh, that's the first plans that's behind the record and then there's going to be obviously other things happening that we still can't really talk about but they're in the in the mix so it's a lot of a lot of hype behind the record and i think that there's going to be a lot of movement uh, once it gets released definitely of all, of all the albums you've ever put out what is your what what is the favorite one that you you like the most it's a tough question, man. <laughs> we have like 13 <laughs> records, so, so it's pretty tough um, to pick one that's really, you know, your best. I think they're all my babies, and I think they're all different. You know, I love them all, you know, so yeah. it's different. To, difficult to really pinpoint one. You know, there's been a couple of them that uh, really were influential on our career that changed a lot of things for us. Uh, albums like Shadows and Dust, Serenity of Fire, and uh, In the Arms of Devastation, those three were like the kind of like big records uh, that really exploded the band and made them made us kind of like you know known all over the world uh, you know to a lot of people and then but I think Ghosts and Gods the one, the one right before this one was also a very heavy hitting record right and uh, it was a very important album mm-hmm. um, what is your most memorable it, tour ever yeah. the what what is your most memorable tour ever memorable most memorable tour ever there's well, well there's I think for me, the, you know, it depends. Uh, the ones that we were getting wasted every day, <laughs> the, ones that, <laughs> okay. the ones that the ones that were like, uh, you know, memory wise. You know, to me, right. I think there's two of them that I would say, and I'm gonna go with one in Europe and one here. The first tour I've ever done in my career um, was in 1995, and I was with DSI all over Europe when they had the record, the Legion record out, and. That was for me like I was just I was just in awe to be on tour with a band like that all over Europe. You know, it was my first tour ever. I was like barely drinking age. You know, I was twenty. Right. And I was just like I was just freaking out at the at the fact that I'm touring and doing my dream. You know, so that was very hard hitting. And I think in the U.S. the tour that I really enjoyed that there's just two of them. There was a Danzig tour that I thought was really fun. Uh, that I had the great great experience on, uh, where he asked us to be direct support in the states and right. uh, get to know him, such a legend, you know, it was awesome. And then Ozfest was also a great tour that we had the, a blast doing. So, a couple of couple of heavy hitting tours, but they were cool, you know. What's Lots uh, of partying on those? What's I bet so. What's um what inspired you when you were younger uh, to get you into this this line of work? I mean, what 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 were some of your major influences? Well, you know, it's, it's, first of all, I think sometimes that, you know, metal chooses you, you don't choose metal. You know right. what I mean? It's like, uh, you, you, you grow up maybe being different than everybody else and, uh, you have a different outlook. And I think that, that makes you kind of, you know, um, wanting to search for something that's different. Right. I think uh, metal has always been that type of rebellious thing that most people, you know, relate to, um, to, to find some sort of freedom within themselves, you know, and I think uh, I think metal is, is a very privileged thing to understand and to be part of, you know, and, um, 
I think that it, I was attracted by it, you know, and when I used to, went to high school, everybody was like listening to rap music and I was probably one of the only metalheads in the whole school and then I found four or five other dudes that were like the same as me and then there's a band that started out of that, you know what I mean? So right. it's, it's special, you know what I mean? And that's how, to me, that's what got me into it was just, I think, being an outsider and, you know, just being, being that person that's not part of a system, you know? Right. It's just part of, wants to be part of something else, and I think that's where my biggest influence came from. And obviously, you know, you buy your first record, you know, for me it was um, Metallica's Kill Em All, it was my first album I bought, and I think then from there it was just, that was it. It was, it was downhill in the sense of <laughs> buying everything and, you know, you know, Slayer, and then, you know, right. into like death metal, and so, so, yeah. Did you get to meet Metallica ever, or Slayer? No, uh, I met the boys in Slayer. We've uh, played actually last year. We played together uh, a show in Germany. Um, so we, we we hanged out with the dudes afterwards. It was really awesome. I'm really good friends with uh, I'm good friends with Gary Holt. So it's like you know I got through him got introduced to Kerry King and yep. Tom Araya and it was really cool to, to be around those dudes and just like you know share share stage with them. So that was real fun. And then uh, yeah, I met them. I haven't met Metallica yet. And I've met the guys in Megadeth as well. So wow. we, we've, it's been cool, you know. We've, we've, we've met a bunch of people, but um, again, you know, so it's, it's fun to see when guys like that are, are super humble still. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I met him as well. I want to hang out with you, yeah? Yeah, they... As soon as we went backstage, Kerry King was pouring down some Jägermeister shots, and he was like, hey, man, you guys rock, and he was hanging out. It was like, holy shit. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, when you were a kid, you didn't think that's going to happen. No, no, I I remember my first, uh, get my first Exodus album, and then uh, last year I'm friends with Terry Butler with Obituary, and I'm good friends with a lot of people in the industry, and... We got to hang out with cool. Gary and, and on the bus and talk to him and bullshit, and it was just like, it kind of set me back a little bit. I was like, wow, I'm, I'm sitting here with a guy that You're I bought a CD right. when I was a kid, you know? Yeah. yeah but yeah. Terry's cool, man. All the dudes in obituary. Oh, my friends. God. Trevor, uh, a good friend of mine, yeah. Yeah, Terry's, uh, Terry's very, very cool. Very, very close. Uh, him and his wife are, are like my mom and dad. I, I just, uh, uh, very, very cool people, oh, and very awesome. awesome people. Them and Robin and so forth and whatever, you know, and, and so many people. But as far as the people that... Is it hard to have a band? And I know that you guys have some uh, band members movement and so forth throughout the years. Is it hard to make albums like that, or is it is it is it easier to do something like that, or is it harder? It's not easy. I mean, you know, over the years, it's kind of like it's difficult because you know there's there's fans that love certain records more than others, and and I think it's because some albums you know have hit certain people at a certain time in their life, and it gets mean something to them at that point in their lives, and it doesn't matter what you're gonna do after that; it's never gonna be as good as that album, and it's not because the records are, are shittier or, or or anything. Um, it's just because it hits people in a different way, you know. And I think uh, it, it gets difficult in the sense of like trying to top yourself every time right. trying to do that is, is, is almost an impossible mission you know so I think the important thing for us as far as band is concerned is just the right songs that you know we, we think are great and that we feel are, are strong and that you know our fans will like you know we do write considering our fans we're not that type of band that oh, we write our music for us and we don't care about our fans you know they either like it or not but I always thought that was a bit stupid because oh, yeah. if you're doing that then you should do it in your garage just for you and not release records right oh, yeah. so, so to me it's to me you have to consider your fans you know if they're behind you then you know that would be cool I think the kids will you know love this and so 
that's a super important factor for me. And uh, when we write, we write to try and do the best we can. And then that's the best you can do. You know, there you can't trying to top yourself is when you're not, they're not going to make it happen. You know right. what I mean? When, um, so. when the industry first started out, you had, uh, you know, of course, Metallica and, and Slayer and Suicidal and Forbidden and Possessed and, and back in the day. And, and these guys have lasted almost 30 years. You've, you have lasted how many years? Over 20 so, yeah, we're, we're 25 now. Yeah. Right. So you're 25, just same same as, as Goat Horde. But the thing I right. is it harder for newer bands to come out nowadays? And plus, with you guys being so much longevity, is it kind of like you got to keep up with the times? Has, how much has it changed from back when you started till now? And and is it? Do you think it's going to be harder for a, a newer band coming out to get that longevity throughout the years? Of course it is. It's, it's the same thing as, uh, as you know, you know, how many people you know stick to the same job for 40, 50 years, like let's say our grandparents used to do, or right. like some of our older folks and stuff, you know, those days are over. Everybody's changing jobs every 10 years or, you know, five years or 15 years. So us being doing this for 25 years is already like phenomenal. I think it's very difficult to, you know, keep the same people with you that are thinking the same way and want to do this and love this, that's very difficult, you know, uh, because people change, people have families and things happen and it changes the way, that, you know, perception and everything. So um, for us, longevity has been all about, you know, adapting to times as well. You have to adapt. It's not, it's not something that you have to take it easily. Like, I mean, we never walked away from who we are sound-wise, you know, and as, as far as, like, the band style, you know, we've, right. we've always kept uh, the root of it is the same. It's just that we we mess around with different ideas and we, we do an evolution, and the sound production-wise needs to be modernized because if you don't do that, then you're going to sound like the 80s and doesn't mean that it's going to be the best, you know, to compete with anybody out there. So if technology is moving forward, you need to be moving it with it, you know, that's if you want to stay around, and that's for sure. So... New bands coming out, yeah, much more difficult because the attention span is short. Uh, it's not like it used to be. And, you know, we're kind of like Dr. Din, you know what I mean? Like after all these years, people know who we are. It's, you say Cataclysm, you know, you could be a real big band. And, you know, I, I guarantee you that even maybe a Metallica knows the name Cataclysm, doesn't know who yep. we are maybe, but know, heard about it. So that's what I'm saying. It's difficult now for new bands to come out and have that type of you know, longevity uh, associated to their name. So, you know, but you never know. We'll see in about 15 years or 20 what happens with those bands, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I guess the last question, um, what do you do on your off time? When you're touring or, or when you're not touring, um, do you guys do sightseeing? Do you visit restaurants? I mean, what do you what do you do in your time? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we 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 uh, we have our enjoy moments. We call them, and when we're on the road, and we just uh, head out, hit like we try to find Irish pubs or stuff like that. Right. We have a couple of beers, and uh, and then, then uh, we just have a good time before playing. Like it's just a bit, you know, we don't get lit, but we just have a, <laughs> a little bit of right. a couple of beers just to, to unwind. And uh, we like to visit South sightseeing and everything when we're on the road. But when we're home, you know, most of us have families with kids and um, we just spend time with our families as much as we can because we're, we're gone a lot. You know, me personally, I, I also manage a bunch of bands um, that, that are signed to record labels all over the world and I have my own agency where I book tours. So I have, I'm always working, you know, one way or another, even when I'm on the road. Yeah. Well, that's, a, the, sorry, the, I wanted to ask a question about that, but how do you find time to do the band and do your managing thing also at the same time? Well, I mean, it's 
it's it's all part of the same uh, same industry. So right. for me, it's it's kind of like if I'm doing something for Cataclysm, then I know that at the same time I can do a couple of things for my other bands because we're all in the same. It's a very small family in the in the metal business. You know, all the record labels, you know, and the people, the agencies, we all know each other. So it's a pretty easy. Uh, thing and, and I, I love doing that I love to develop bands and I know how to think uh, ahead and I think that works very well with the bands I have and uh, so you know I've worked with you know, work with bands like Septic Flesh and Flesh God Apocalypse and you know Karakangran and I was also working with Ice Thirst and just so I had like a bunch of uh, bands that I've worked with that um, demanding were demanding but at the same time I always had the time to to, to make for them, you know, I believe that uh, being available all the time is important, you know, in this industry for things to happen. So, right. yeah, so I, I enjoy it. That's the important part, you know, if not, I couldn't do it. Well, definitely. Do you have no idea? I've never seen you live in my lifetime. I live in St. Louis, Missouri. Really? <laughs> I've never seen you, man. And, and I've always, you are one of my, your band is one of my bucket lists. And I will find a way one day before I pass away to see you guys. Um, you're one I of my, so. yeah, be nice. you're one of my favorite bands uh, on the planet. Your new album, every album that you produce out is just phenomenal. But Meditations is really, really freaking good. I mean, it's really it. it Thank you. I think I think it's as good as is the very first one that you came out with, which I thought was brutal. Was all Get Out. Uh, I love your videos. Your videos are very inspiring, and 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 they 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 kind of tell a story. And um, I wish you nothing but the best of luck, and this album is phenomenal. And thank you so much for doing the interview with us. And I know you got to do a lot of stuff, and you're very busy. But uh, we are very, very big supporters. Death by Metal Steals, very big supporters of you guys. And someday, hopefully, you'll come to St. Louis, Missouri, and play again. Oh, it'd be great. It'd be great to come down there. And it's not too far from Chicago, you know. <laughs> no, no. If you if you need help, we'll, we'll book you at a show. Well, I've got festival. I've got venues to book you in. So all you guys say is, "Hey, we need to play," and I'll be like, "I got it." That'd be awesome, man. And uh, we really appreciate your support and you being out there, you know, putting the word out. So we we're happy and thank you so much. And hopefully, I see you down there. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, and thank you to Nuclear Blast. Thank you so much. All right, cheers. No all problem. Right, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.